episode 32. Welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, it's your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. And today we travel west to Los Angeles, California. We're going to visit with Katie O'Toole, singer-songwriter, wonderful woman, and extraordinary music producer. So strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Today we go to Los Angeles, California, and with me today is Katie O'Toole. And uh, Katie O'Toole is a musician, a songwriter, a music producer, um, among her many talents. So Katie, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, you know, we have uh, a wonderful history because I actually, uh, thanks to you, I did my first full-length CD back in 2009. And it was thanks to your efforts and all your help when you guys, I think I started with you when you were drums for you, but you yeah. changed to studio pros, right? Yes, absolutely. I was just actually before our interview looking back, and it looks like, you know, April of 2009 was when we started working on your projects. And, you know, the company has really grown since then. So you have the full history of how our company has developed yeah i'll say you've grown it's amazing and um and yeah before i I even get into uh you as a producer um can i just uh get people to understand how you connected with music to begin with how did you become uh, a musician and where did you grow up did you grow up in the states yes absolutely so um i grew up in a, a very small town in montana um it, the name of the town is Polson, Montana. I think there's a population of about 4,000 people. Nice. Um, I grew up on an Indian reservation. Uh, there wasn't a lot of... Um, the music industry is not happening there is one way to put it. Is anything uh, happen- happening there? Because if, if that's the case, I'm moving there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Montana is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing place um, as far as outdoor activities and things like that. That's the place to be in a place to get away from things. So right. that is happening there. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully it'll always stay that way. It's so amazing. I haven't had the pl- pleasure of visiting there, but man, the films and the photos, it just gets to me every time I see it. So you grew up there yeah. and how did you, how did you get started like playing music? Um, like what were your influences like early on listening? Um, so as a, I started playing piano when I was three years old, actually. My mom is a piano player, and uh, she's also a teacher. And um, it was really important for her um, at a young age, you know, when I was younger, to develop me as a musician and as a piano player. So she used to sit down next to me, and um, I started playing piano by ear, where she would play a song and I would play it back. And um, I started piano lessons very young. My older sister, I would go with her to piano lessons every time. And before her lesson, I would sit down with the teacher and have my own little 15-minute lesson where they'd prop me up on the bench so I could reach the keyboard and or the piano. So it's definitely been ingrained in my blood for a long time. Wow. So you were playing by ear. You were just picking up songs, and you, you just had the gift. 
Yeah, I would say that, you know, learning to play music that way really helped develop my ear. I, I started with a, what's called the Suzuki method. It's a, a method of, you know, where your teacher plays classical pieces and you play them back by ear. So um, it's a pretty, uh, pretty great method for developing an ear as a musician. Wow. Do you have perfect pitch? Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't think I do have perfect pitch, but I can definitely pick things out very, very well. So when you were, you were writing, I'm, I'm sorry, you were learning the piano and when did, uh, when did it, it occur to you that I have to do this somehow for a living? I have to become more than just hanging out and doing this socially. Like something clicked in you. Like what age were you that you said, I'm going to move on and do something else? Um, you know, when I was little, I, I learned to play music as a classical musician. And um, to be honest, as a young person growing up, I, I didn't like playing piano. I didn't like playing classical music because it seemed like a chore, something that um, I had to do every day instead of going and playing outside. I was practicing. Right. Um, so it wasn't until I started developing... Um, you know, being creative with my piano playing and realizing that I could write my own music and express myself through music. And um, I would say when I was in eighth grade is when I got a guitar. Um, and so I started experimenting with recording guitar and also piano. And I, I also had my own little, you know, ta Tascam recorder well, where I would record myself in my bedroom and start experimenting with different sounds and layers. Um, and that's when I got really excited about it. So when you got your Tascam, this is the second time this week I've heard that word, the Tascam. <laughs> was it a 144 or a 244? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It was a was, four track. Was, yeah, cassette, right? Yep. It was a cassette. And the then 244. Just, yeah. I would <laughs> sit down and lay, I would layer things in my bedroom and um, experiment with recording different things, too, that weren't instruments. Um and that creative process was really exciting to me, and it made me want to learn more about music production. So this was the beginning, the origin, the genesis of Katie O'Toole as a music <laughs> producer with that Tascam 244. Yes. And you never knew you would end up in Los Angeles, California, running studio pros. Um, I know. So, so how did, little by little, how did the little girl from Montana had these aspirations and end up in L.A. doing what you're doing now? Um, well, I would say it was a long journey. I, I went to college in a few different places. I went to Oregon and studied classical piano. And I also went to Montana for a year and studied music theory. And um, I knew that there was something more. I knew that there was, I just had this dream of, you know, getting out of my small town setting and just going for it. Um, right. And I just knew that I wanted to do something creative and something out of the ordinary. And so um, I looked into schools and different options where I could be more immersed in the recording, you know, in a studio and learning more about that. And I applied to Berkeley School of Music or Berkeley College of Music, I should say, in Boston. Right. Um, and so I moved to Boston, and I, I got into the um, production and engineering department there, and that's where I really started to develop my production skills. Wow, what a great school, too. 
So you yeah. you had a great background between growing up and then all of the advanced education you did after you know you got out of your or you know your late teen or teenage years in the early twenties you had uh, created this unbelievable foundation for understanding developing music and you know the whole process of how to build something. Mm-hmm. So what? point um did you end up going west and end up involved with studio pros or um, drums for you <laughs> yeah it was drums for you when i got connected with this um so after i finished school i decided um i was i was going between nashville and los angeles as far as places to move um i knew i wanted to move somewhere where it was you know the music industry was thriving and where i could have a better opportunity to make it um and so i moved out to los angeles um i started interning at a lot of studios and then i eventually got a job at the village studios which is you know it's a great place where many you know big artists have recorded there um and that was really amazing but I realized that um, going into that was, you know, on my path to being an engineer. All right. And I disca- decided that, you know, the lifestyle of that, you know, sometimes I would go into work at five at night and then you'd leave when the last recording artist was done. And sometimes that would be eight in the morning. Right. Um, so that lifestyle I knew wasn't for me. I knew that, you know, I eventually wanted to have a family and things like that and that would be difficult. So um, I started looking at other possibilities and um there was an ad for you know a position at drums for you which is you know the original name of studio pros and uh i i met with the owner alad fish and um he hired me and and from there you know we have been working together for about eight years and um, the company has really changed and continued to grow and it's it's been really fun to be a part of it yeah, and just for people out there listening, what a great way to um, get your music done professionally. And uh, for me, it was wonderful because uh, when I hooked up with you guys, it was like when the drums came back, I was like, you know, I sent out a click track with just voice and guitar, and I was like, wow, listen to the creative uh, abilities of mm-hmm. this drummer who just like had nothing but, you know, like he could hear the arrangement, obviously, but it's just guitar and voice. And when it came back, I was able to build a song literally all over the country with other players. And as you guys got deeper into it um, and added more ancillary pieces, you know, all of a sudden you've got a bass player and then, you know, it grew, kind of grew from there. But, you know, what a great opportunity. So how did this yeah. whole thing, like, um, you know, how did it, go from drums for you to studio pros was that that was um a process that just kind of happened by accident or was that the formula from the beginning well um i would say the start of drums for you alad came up with the name um alad is a drummer himself and i think he originally started the business with just doing drum tracks and so um, the company eventually evolved into incorporating other instruments and growing you know, to full-on music production services and and mixing and mastering. Um, When I came into working with this team, I said, drums for you, that doesn't doesn't have a ring to it to me. It it needs to sound broader. It needs to address, you know, full-on 
music production. So we brainstormed and uh, we changed the name to Studio Pros, which I think was a good move. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I've met so many people um, since I worked with you guys. I've been working in Nashville a lot, and a lot of people know all about you guys. I mean, uh, you know, so you probably have a lot of clients, actually, from Nashville and, and pretty much all over the world, right? We do, actually. Um, I, I was writing this down this morning because I thought it would be interesting for the interview, but today already, um, it's only 10 in the morning in L.A., and I've been working for about three hours. Um, I've spoken with people in Norway, Israel, France, Italy, um, Russia, Ireland, Peru, and Guyana. That's just a few hours of my morning. And, wow, uh, what a slow morning. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to collaborate, you know, as you could probably imagine. Um, there's so many different types of music that we're working with, too, and it's it just makes my day very interesting to work yeah, with these different... As I shared with you yesterday when we chatted just very briefly, um, I had Neil Barlow on the show uh, yesterday, I think, or the day before I did his interview, which is coming up soon. And Neil is a songwriter from the UK, and uh -huh. he, he, um, he mentioned you guys several times during the broadcast, and I actually checked oh, out. Awesome. Yeah, I checked out his work. Uh, we played a couple of the cuts, and it was fantastic. He had uh, a couple demo singers that are employed by you. That were mm -hmm. fabulous, just just unbelievable. So tell us, you know, uh, tell everybody like for out there who may be interested in something like this, how does it work? Can you explain like how does the process work? How does somebody get their music produced by you? Um, so would you like me to go over as if it were a full song to be produced or just yeah. a specific interest instrument? Let, let's say, let's say it's some, some guy who, who is, uh, in New Jersey has all these songs <laughs> and okay. he doesn't know what to do. And, uh, and he's got this idea about building a whole, whole set of tracks, a full song. So, um, okay. you know, take us through the process. Okay. So, um, it usually starts with, you know, a prospective client um, sending me an email or a, you know an introductory phone call um, where they talk to me about their song that they've started developing. Um, I ask them certain questions like, "What is your goal for this project? Um, you know, if you were to produce this, is it in any style? How would you like to do this?" Um, we talk about production ideas, and I help um, decide which instruments would help them meet that goal for that recording. Right. Um, so we sort of de develop a plan for the song and the idea that we're trying to capture, the mood, um, you know, the structure of the song. It needs to be radio length, you know, so if they send me an eight-minute long song, um, the first step is to... Chop it in half. It <laughs> you know? Just chop it in half, right? If it's eight minutes. <laughs> chop it down. <laughs> Most people don't want to listen for eight minutes. Things like that, that will help them improve the structure of the song before we actually start um, sending it to the musicians that are involved in the production. Right. And then from there, um, we will start with a step-by-step -step recording process where we send it to either a guitarist or a keyboardist, and they'll lay down what we call the sketch, which is like the, the first step in the recording. Um, from there, we'll layer drums, bass, additional guitars, keyboards, um, and then if they're going to be providing their own vocals, they'll upload those back to us. 
um, and we'll mix them into the project. Right. So what's the turnaround, Katie, for that whole process? If somebody comes to you and says, hey, I want this done in a week, is, are they dreaming or what? What do you think? Um, you know, a week for a full production might be stretching it a little bit. Right. We can, do, we can make it happen, but um, I wouldn't recommend rushing it that much. Um, our standard turnaround time is 48 hours for each instrument, which is actually really quick. Um, and we allow the client to have a chance to listen to each instrument that's recorded and give us feedback before we move to the next step. So they're kind of co-producing it with me in a sense. Yeah, which is a really good move because you need time to digest like, you know, hey, I didn't know the bass would sound like this, but sometimes that's yeah. a good thing. Absolutely. And new ideas come up along the way, you know, something we didn't consider at the beginning might pop up a new idea and it gives us a chance to talk about that throughout the process. Right. How do you how do you attract um, talent like your arsenal of bass players? And by the way, your website is so cool with uh, I just love this. I haven't been on it in a while, but um, mm -hmm. you still have like the sampling of the bass sounds and the guitar sounds and things like that. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so cool. You go on there and you just say, hey, well, why want this kind of bass sound? And then there's like, you know, all these options, five string bass or, you know, six string bass or whatever, different tones, different amp setups. Um, mm -hmm. Same with the guitar, which is really you're just, you know, it's like buying a car online. <laughs> I want all yeah. these pieces. So how do you attract um, all these great players? What is the process for getting these people involved and working for you? Um, we have a core group of session musicians that work um, with us that eventually, or initially, Alad had, you know, worked with. Um, from there, we have grown. I mean, I think originally we had maybe under 10 players. Right. Now we have 50 session musicians working for, a month, for us. Um, as far as the vocalists go, a lot of our vocalists went to Berkeley, and there's a whole network of vocalists there um, where you know we're always encouraged them, encouraging them to bring their friends our way. And um, as far as the musicians, it's just an you know inside network of um, very talented musicians that we usually hire people that they've worked with, and um, that works the best. Um, it's all a very you know, fresh and young team of musicians. Most of them are touring with major label artists. Um, and this is kind of a side full-time gig for them between tours. And so it keeps everything really fresh and modern as far as the playing goes as well. Well, that's great that you have a big stable of players because if, you know, they're on the road, you, you get, like you said, you get that turnaround and, you know, who's mm -hmm. ever not on the road is available. Um, right. Tell me about... Um, most of these guys have their own studio setups at home so they can they can track Pro Tools, they can actually create the tracks and send them right back to you? Is that how that works? Yes. Uh, the reason, well, I wouldn't call it a home studio because usually when you think home studio, you think of something pretty shabby. Right. Um, not shabby, but anyways, um, we're considered an online studio because we're not the traditional studio where everybody's in the same room playing or in the same facility. Right. Um, all of our session musicians are set up to have their own professional facilities that we track out of. Um, for example, my mix engineer has his you know professional Los Angeles-based mix studio that's set up. 
Um, it's definitely not just, you know, in his bedroom. It's a professional studio he goes to every day. But that's his own area that he works from. And then apart from that, my mastering engineer has his separate headquarters studio that he works out of. Right. Um, and so everyone has their own um, location that they're working out of, and they're uploading files to um, the orders that they're getting or, you know, the project they're working on, and it's sent to the client. It's fascinating. It's yeah, really, it's it's really, really amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's just great. Um, especially like, even if you have like music that you want to do, like just rough out, like pre-production type stuff, you guys, you can handle that for an artist, right? Just say, yeah, I need an arrangement with a piano and, and a guitar and a vocalist. That's it. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what this song sounds like, the possibilities of it. Yes. If you want to hear a session vocalist singing your song, or if you just need a demo to pitch, um, for publishing opportunities and um, you want you know a, a more fitting vocalist for that style um, we can definitely help with that okay so next is how do you attract the artists um, what is your marketing plan I mean you guys have been doing this for a while now so you probably have some pretty good marketing uh, you know chops in place what is what is the best way social media or how are you guys going about it these days um, you know, we do a little bit of social media, but I definitely wouldn't attribute our success to that. Um, a lot of it is having a really professional website, smooth working, um, some online marketing, obviously, um, because, you know, we're an online business. That's the number one. Right. Um, but I would say also the most important thing for us is to deliver a really professional product where, like you experienced with Neil Barlow, he wants to tell you about it. Right. Um, and so word of mouth has been a huge um, attribute to our success as well. People are telling their friends, um, and it, the word is spreading that way as well. And don't forget the wonderful podcast of Dharmic Evolution. Yes. That's a really good vehicle. Yes, people like you that are spreading the word. And you have personal experience with us, and I really appreciate you yeah, to it, talk to us. It was great. I mean, it really, um, it, and I was so impressed with the playing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just the whole process of how you guys do it. So tell me about um, uh, the future for, for you, goals for the studio, and, the, you know, what are you looking forward to? Like, what is really exciting about the rest of this year going forward for Studio Pros. Anything new that you need to tell us about? Um, you know, any kind of specials you guys are running that you want to get out there and tell people about? Um, I would say that the most exciting thing for us recently is just the the refresh of the website and you know re you know keeping things running smoothly as far as the online platform for our website. Right. Um, we're always excited about adding new talent to our team, new fresh vocalists, which we, you know, always have on our website to review. Um, a newer service that we're starting to implement is video services, which I also think is really relevant for today because especially social media and, you know, this everybody's got their phones and they're looking up anything online. Um, to, the more you can get your music out there um, to different outlets, YouTube, things like that, the better. So we offer um, custom video editing, um, fixed frame videos, so you can put it on YouTube and, and share with social media and things like that. 
So that's another another house, another studio that's set up for just doing that. It did, um, yes. A, so it's not yeah. all in one. It's, you're not all in one building. You have different yeah. buildings for everything. Yes, if we were all in one building, it would be a very large building to house all of us and and all of the creative energy. Um, but yeah, the the video editors. We have a team of two very talented video editors that. Um, can do anything from like a full-on music video if you send us the footage we'll edit it to more of like an animation um, lyric video um, and then also the option to do more of a fixed frame video where it's just an image and you can just you know put it online right hey um can i just ask you about your studio as far as like mixing and mastering are you guys set up with pro tools do you use analog like what's your what's your thing these days um, yes, our engineers are using Pro Tools HD. Um, we we do use some outside, you know, analog plugins and things like that. But predominantly, um, it's you know digital um, and you know professional quality for right. sure. We do have a Grammy no- nominated uh, mastering engineer on our team um, who does our mastering for us and editing and tuning and um, some great engineers on our team here. That's fantastic. So you've, you mm-hmm. guys have grown uh, enormously over the past like four or five years. So, um, yes. you know, hats off to you guys and congratulations to my, to my West coast friend who is KO and I am also KO. <laughs> I know. I'll never, that's why I always, you know, of course I'm not going to forget you, but that helps because we have the same initials. We both got those Irish roots. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, what, you know, I'm using James Kevin O'Connor now only because it's my real name. And, uh-huh. and at one point I got, you know, people have been using the handle KO for a long time, my brothers and people who are close to me. And then uh-huh. uh, one day I just said, you know, it's, it gets mixed up with the boxing and all that. So yeah, I just said, let me use my <laughs> real name. I Googled it. Nobody's using it. And it made my mother very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so as we're saying um, uh, goodbye here, Katie, any uh, any last thoughts? Um, I'd like you to give your website and the best way to reach uh, Katie O'Toole yes. and, um, and uh, Studio Pros so that people who, out there who have an interest, who are trying to um, uh, achieve their aspirations in music, you can go to this company and my goodness, you can get a product that will knock, knock you on your butt. So uh, where can we reach you, Katie? Um, so you can check us out online at studiopros.com. Um, you can always shoot us an email. Actually, you can connect directly to a producer if you go to studiopros.com. And uh, we would love to do a free consultation if you click on Talk to Our Producers page there. Right. You can, you can send us a demo, and um, I will call you back personally and give you some ideas. Um, you can also catch us by phone at 310-928-7776. Okay, so you're not you're not the uh, only producer anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you, you would up. never be home, right? <laughs> yeah, my co-producer, um, Rob Hutzel, also is here with me. We're, we are really excited to have him on board. Um, and so Rob and myself um, are doing all of the production role here. 
That's fantastic. Listen, Mm -hmm. Katie, thank you so much for the interview today and for sharing all the great wisdom and knowledge about recording online. I think uh, this has a lot of wonderful information for people out there who who can, um, you know, just aspire to do this kind of thing, man. Don't be shy. Step up to the plate. Give Katie a call, and and I'm sure you'll be uh, glad you did. So, Katie, thank you so much for being part of the Dharmic Evolution today. Yes, thanks for having me. It's great speaking with you, and uh, hopefully we'll be in touch soon. All right, Katie, thanks. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, a visit to the City of Angels with Katie O'Toole, music producer at Studio Pros. Had a great time on that. Picked up a lot of information, as always. It was a trip down memory lane for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm your host for Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. Hope you had a great time. And until next time, I'll either see you on the socials, I'll see you from the stage. Let's do